Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Diversions. I'm your host here with Ketty, along with my fellow new co-host. What's up? Bubbly B. Bubbly B over here. So, we've got quite a few topics here to talk about today. First of all, how you been doing? How's your week been? Uh, my week's been... I don't know. I've barely done anything all week long, and that's okay with me. Nice, nice. Um, I basically have made an effort for all of October to, I guess, watch something Halloween-related or spooky-themed, I guess. Um, so, a lot of sleepless nights. Not the bravest when it comes to scary movies or anything <laughs> like that, but yeah. What's been your go-to so far? I think I first started out with... What was it? Oh, actually, yeah. We actually started with the movie uh, Fright Night. Fright Night? Fright Night, yeah, with uh, Anton Yelich. May he rest in peace. Uh, why can't I think of that one right now? It's him, uh, Colin Farrell. Yes! Okay, that movie was good. Yeah, it was real good. I saw, that was the first time I ever watched it, and I was just like, damn, this is a good movie. So I, I just caught it randomly on like FX one of these days. I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you like anything about the plot of the movie but i just remember really liking it as i was watching it oh fantastic movie it's a vampire movie so for all the for all those who have not watched it yet definitely check out fright night the 2011 version obviously it's a remake from the 80s version which is just as good as well because i had had to check them both out it was like shia labeouf's disturbia but with vampires and better actors hey man the guy who played han no that wasn't even the guy who. that wasn't even the guy from han he was in like that movie and that movie alone. The guy from Disturbia. I and thought, wait, isn't that the guy from Perfect Score as well? Is it? I want to say yes, but I'm not 100% sure. Oh, man. If only we had some sort of form of technology in front of us to look this stuff up. Who knows? Ah, the world might never know. I don't know. Just like I was surprised when I found out that uh, Johnny Tsunami's dad was chosen from Karate Kid Part 2. That I feel like I knew. I didn't know that, but I was surprised about that. But can the Karate Kid surf? What was that about? Downhill, like, skateboarding? Yeah. Wait. Johnny Tsunami? Johnny Tsunami, the first one was about snowboarding. And then he the was, second one was, like, mountain. It was, dirt, it was dirt boarding. Dirt boarding. That's what it... Okay, yeah. Man, they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> they really don't. But, yeah, like I said, mostly all of October, I've been watching a lot of Halloween-related stuff. From, like, very fun, whimsical, to, like, very scary, to the point where I can't sleep. I straight up forgot it was, like, October. I'm, like... Not prepared for spooky season. So yeah, I mean, I haven't watched Hocus Pocus 2 yet, If for those who are wondering. I'm still saving that one off for now, but definitely, definitely we'll get there. I had to set the spooky mood by turning on my purple LED lights. <laughs> the purple LED lights. Um, uh, I'm afraid to watch Hocus Pocus 2. I'm really? genuinely scared that it's going to be so bad it ruins my childhood. The same way like Anchorman 2 or Zoolander 2. Like, I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. I don't know. I kind of want to watch it because um, Hannah Waddingham is in it, and she's been great in Ted Lasso. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched Ted Lasso yet. Watch Ted Lasso. For all of you who haven't watched Ted Lasso yet, please watch Ted Lasso. I'll wait for the season finale, and then I'll do a free trial, and I'll binge it. I am paying $7 to watch the show. It's only $5. $5? Yeah. Hot diggity dog. I got to get on that. Bad. Ted Lasso, great show. Phenomenal <laughs> show. It's therapy, basically. <laughs> It is. It, does, it makes you confront a bunch of your issues. And I realized, I was just like, holy shit. Soccer will do that to you, man. It really does. Jason Sudeikis is magic like that. But I guess this also segues into another topic of ours today. You know, Ted Lasso, soccer. Used to coach a football team. And now here we have, upcoming for the first time ever, a Winter World Cup. 
Um, how do you is this really the first time ever? The first time ever. It's usually always held in the summer, but because this time it's going to be held in Qatar, and Qatar is so hot during the summer. Yeah, that sounds like suicide. That they had to move it over to, I mean, suicide. Don't even tell me about the human ethics about that World Cup. A lot of people died building that stadium. It's unfortunate. I mean, I, mean, I feel like a lot of people died building a lot of stadiums. We still go to them as tourist attractions. Yeah, but uh, this time the, the people of Qatar kidnapped a bunch of other like workers from other countries to pyramids dog it's all i'm gonna say but yeah, it's very unfortunate the death toll and you know the human ethics that it takes for this world cup but i guess fifa needs money but is like, fifa like the most corrupt organization that's ever oh, existed hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> they are the illuminati of sports basically i mean well good for them they know how to put on a hell of a show apparently yeah unfortunate but <clears throat> i'm excited for it man i'm not a soccer guy but, like, I, every four years I can get into it. It's like the Olympics. I have no national pride, but when every four years I'm all about USA. Yeah, but now that it's going to be in the winter, it's going to come up against, I guess, another contender with the NFL, the football. And I'm wondering if, is it going to overshadow it? Because during the, during the holidays, there's going to be World Cup games. I mean, Thanksgiving Day, I think, is a very tight game between uh, England versus USA. When is that? Thanksgiving? Yeah. <gasps> Not during my Cowboys football game. I mean, Cowboys suck, but... Hey, okay, listen. What's-his-face? I don't even know who their backup is right now, but he is killing it. So far. Killing it. He's 4-0 as a starter. So far. 4-0 as a starter in his career. All right, but... Yeah, Thanksgiving Day, there's going to be USA versus England, I believe. Or if it's not, it's probably USA versus Iran, which makes it just even more political. But anyways... Because I ran so far away. Ah, total miss! But it's interesting. I mean, what are people going to be watching? I mean, I'm definitely going to be watching the World Cup games during the holiday season. Well, are they going to be airing at the exact same time? I don't think people are going to have to choose between one or the other. I think given Qatar times, it might be here from like 11 to 1 p.m. and like 3 p.m. I mean, it, it might it might be just a little bit earlier before the NFL games. So it might like, nudge a couple of nobody cares about noon games on Sunday. Maybe. Do, do they play on Sundays? They play World Cup games whatever they, whenever they, the fuck they feel like it. Yeah, I mean, they, they got a whole month to get through 32 teams, so. The whole thing? Oh, my God, that's a lot. Yeah, okay, no, I could see that. Crowding a few football fans. But for you, who's someone who doesn't watch the sport, do you have a team you're rooting for in this World Cup? Oh, fucking Columbia, all day, every day. I gotta remember, is Columbia even in it? Did they even qualify? Did they qualify? I let me let me check that for you right now. Okay, I, we're gonna fact check this one. But for anyone who doesn't know, my mother is from Medellin, Colombia, so I have to root hard for Colombia because uh fuck man, they're good. Checking the groups right now, actually. Let's see. Come on, Colombia. Viva Colombia. I don't see them yet. Oh cause this is not going great. I don't think they're in it. This is not how we want to start, folks. <laughs> ah, damn. Yeah, I, it looks like they're not in it. God! Oh, yes, I was trying not to be a white nationalist, but you know, here I go. Here you go. Wait, let me pull up the photo right now, just just to confirm. Okay, let me really double check it on this one today, folks. Yeah, we are. You gotta be right. I mean, I mean, people are gonna be are gonna be happy if we get it wrong. I mean, I think that's half the fun, is yelling at your screen. So oh, yeah, but yeah, no, Columbia's not in the World Cup. Son of a bitch! But Ecuador is. <laughs> Don't get me started on them. <laughs> Flag-stealing sons of guns. 
It's the same flag, but with an eagle. Okay, come on. So all right, so you're going for USA. All right, I mean obviously, I'm also rooting for USA. Is Canada in it? I'll root for Canada. Canada is in it, actually. Let's go, Canada! All right, I'm I'm full team Canada. Let's go. All right, full team Canada. You're here to hear, folks. Bumbling B is for Canada. They're just so jolly. They're jolly little folks. I mean, I have my I have my favorites, obviously. USA. Uh, I mean, usually I would root for England, but they're in our group, so they got to go down. Um, Argentina's another favorite of mine. I got to root for Japan. Oh yeah, anime yeah. nation. Yeah, yeah. Us weeb's got to got to stand with Japan. I mean, Brazil's another favorite. And who's then, our front runner this year? Uh, Brazil and Argentina are heavy favorites. Okay, we got a uh, we got Messi on Argentina. Yeah, a lot of people are saying this Let's might be, this is going to be Messi's running all those last World Cup. Uh, yeah, they're up there in age now again. They're definitely they? up there in age. Um, Ronaldo's definitely lost a step for all of those who watched the Premier League this season. Um, and then he's in France now, right? No, he's in England. He's playing for Manchester United again. It's not going so well. That's right. Not going so well for him. But yeah, I mean, for all those who actually do want to watch the World Cup and for all my fellow Colombians, I'm sorry that your nation's not in it. Guys, we tried. We tried. Uh, but yeah, you know, let us know who, who are your picks for this World Cup. I mean, I'm rooting for Argentina. I definitely want Messi to get his. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I mean, we'll see how the ratings go. It's going to be very interesting. Very interesting holiday season. I mean, who knows? I mean, at least the next World Cup is going to be here in our home country. 2026, baby, USA. Really? Yeah. Well, it's USA, Mexico, and Canada are hosting the World Cup. Oh, so just North America. Yeah. Okay, that'd be cool. Should be pretty interesting. I mean, <clears throat> unfortunately, Chicago is not a city that was selected to be hosted because sons of bitches. Well, yeah, our previous mayor Rahm Emanuel wanted more money. Um, okay, sure. It, it's it's pretty stupid. I mean, a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, I'm happy because like you know, like I guess traffic." Honestly, taxes, it would have been a nightmare. I don't care. I would have. I would have been okay with it. When they had the NFL Combine here, that was fun. I didn't care. I mean, the last time there was a World Cup match here was '94. Really? Yep. My my dad who actually went to go see a game. I think Yo? it was yeah, I think it was like Bolivia versus Spain. Let's go, Renee. Yeah, good times, but who knows? We'll see what twenty six happens. Maybe maybe something will change. They have to update the venue or something, but who knows? Well but we'll have the new Bear Stadium by then probably. Maybe. We'll see if they move. If that doesn't take like two decades to build. That's true. I don't know, it's Arlington Heights, it's not Chicago, so Yeah, they're probably more efficient. Ah, oh, but the horse track. I'm going to miss that horse track. But other than that, no no other Halloween specials that intrigue you or something that you always fall back to? Uh, well, I have an annual tradition where every year I have to watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. Never seen that, to be honest, folks. It is shocking to me that you've never seen that because it's amazing that I've never forced you to watch that with me. <laughs> the only thing I know of it is, <clears throat> is how that character influenced a character in One Piece. Wait, Dr. Frankenfurter? Yeah. Influenced who? Uh, Imperial Ivan in uh, One Piece. If you look up who it is, you're going to be like, yep. I haven't gotten that far. I'm in, a, I'm in Impel Down arc right now. Yep, you're about to meet them. Oh, fudge. Hell yeah. yeah I, I, I would, love me Dr. Frankenfurter. Wait, are you reading or watching One Piece? Watching. You know I can't read. Don't make fun of me. Oh, God. But yeah, I, what I did during the pandemic actually was very, very productive. It was read One Piece. <laughs> All of it. All of it. All the chapters of Mall Not caught up started there. reading One Piece. Not casually peruse One Piece. This motherfucker finished 
the world's greatest work of fiction. It really was. I mean, I used to think it was just a happy-go-lucky pirate adventure. There was nothing much to it, but it is. It gets much more deeper and complex than that. I did not get the hype until I started watching it. And as much of an asshole as you sound, saying just get first through the the first through get through the first hundred episodes, uh, no, that's just legit. Get through the first hundred episodes, and then stuff goes off. Just gets the grand line if you're reading it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's all good. It's all good. So yes, definitely it's, check out. It's one important piece. to meet the characters. There's a reason everyone loves everyone, but. Hot damn. It's a slog, those first meeting everyone arcs. Yeah, so definitely definitely check out One Piece. It's it's so good. Really good. Yeah, as a as a firm uh, denier and doubter of its greatness, I can attest. Shit's pretty tight. But I guess another movie that's coming out in October is uh, Black Adam. Do you have any thoughts on that? Okay, I'm so burnt out on superhero movies that I haven't even seen the last few. And I saw Black Adam wanting to be excited by it, and I couldn't care less. It just looks so mediocre. I, could, I couldn't I could care less about the Gumby physics CGI anymore. I, I can't take The Rock seriously in anything. Not that I have to take a DC movie seriously. But the one thing I will say is Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate is probably the best casting I've seen since Tony Stark. Oh, 100%. I agree. Like that, I didn't even know. I didn't hear. I, I don't follow the news at all for anything DC related anymore. But when I saw that in the trailer, I was like... Oh, they went off with that with that casting. I'm excited to see that. No, yeah, I'm definitely 100 percent excited for Doctor Fate. I like Doctor Fate a lot. Um, great character, great character. And then if they work in like Doctor Fate and like Zatara and Zatanna stuff like that, like they have like a future ahead of them if they go into the cool stuff like that. Because weren't they planning a de- uh, like a? I mean, they were planning a whole universe, but. Uh, with like Batman versus Superman, but we know how all that went. Amazingly, say less. Oh man, Snyder fans you just have to ruin everything. I mean, you could tell who a Snyder fan is because they've never picked up a comic book. So. Uh, it's just so bad. It's very bad. I mean, I I even watched the Snyder cut of Justice League movie and like, is it, it any different? I mean, there are some cool parts, and then it also does explain some stuff. Like, I guess it, it just explains a lot more scenes better. But it doesn't necessarily make the but movie better. But do you better. need to explain that much more? Isn't the first rule of movie making, show, don't tell? Like, how much more exposition do you need? There's like an extra 40 I minutes mean, of film. I mean, you, I mean, you're introducing like a whole whole slate of new characters. I feel like they Then they shouldn't have done that. I mean, I definitely 100% agree with you. <sighs> Boom. Rest my case. I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, that's why I feel like the Aquaman standalone movie is much better than everything else that came out before it. Yeah, I mean, Loki, that movie's awesome. That movie was amazing. That movie's awesome. It, it had no business being as good as it was. But you just put Jason Momoa in front of the camera and tell him, yo, be charming and sexy. You got yourself a movie. I'm there. But I mean, like, DC, I feel like they had potential to have a future. And they probably do again now because, like, I don't know if you've seen The Batman yet. Uh, I have not. I have not seen The Batman and I have not seen The Joker. I'm a fake fan. I'll admit it. I don't care. I don't want to sit through... A two and a half hour movie anymore. I'm so done with it. You don't have to watch the Joker. That's like hit or miss. But do watch the Batman because that movie was beautifully shot. Man went from a vampire to a bat. Yeah. Respect Robert Pattinson. Respect. No, but that movie it's so good, so good. I enjoyed it so much. Um it's been like months now, everyone has watched it. But I'm still not gonna spoil it, but like it's the Batman movie I have been waiting for a while because for a long time I've just been wanting a detective Batman movie and I finally got one. Finally. Yeah. 
Yeah, I could see that. So very good, very good. Also, just beautifully shot. It was beautiful. I'm just like awestruck by all the scenes and how they just oh, and the car chase scene with the Batmobile. There's always got to be one. There's no, but that that one. scene, Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Better than Dark Knight. I would say yes. That ch- that chase scene pretty cool. You, I would say yes. All right, I'll sit down and watch yes. it one of these days if it's on HBO Max. Unlike all the goddamn animation they took down. But I mean, like, I mean, another interesting thing about the uh, Black Adam trailer is that if you notice, they oh they show every other hero's face, like <clears throat> Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Uh, they used to show the Flash, but not anymore because you know <laughs> <laughs> Ezra Miller's going insane in Hawaii. Yeah. But the the most significant here that face they cut off is Superman. They show they show Superman's S symbol, but they don't show the face. Cause it's gonna be Tom Hardy. I don't know. Cause I I got who knows what's going on with Henry Cavill. I don't know if he's still under contract. I mean, I know he has the Witcher series. I don't think he is. Is he? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I thought his contract was super iffy, so that he wasn't signed on for a multi movie deal, and that's why he like kind of was hesitant about it. I mean, I know he wants to do. Superman again. I, I know he loves the character, and I feel like because can, can we get a minute to just appreciate Henry Cavill just being King Nerd? Oh, he's definitely King Nerd. Being King Nerd, and I feel like if he if given the opportunity to portray a proper Superman, he would definitely nail it. Dude, he did the what he could with a shit script. Definitely. Like I'm impressed at all that he was able to bring some life to that character, given the writing. Yeah, I mean. For me, it's like if you think the best Superman portrayal is someone who's like brooding and like detached from humanity. This isn't the like, '90s Superman, folks. And it's just like not even that. It's just like a lot of people think <laughs> that Superman is a better character when he's like portrayed as an, a bad guy or an evil character, like Injustice. And it just goes to show you that one, you don't understand the character, and you've never picked up a Superman comic. Period. So, go educate yourself and read a Superman comic. This is Keddie's uh, elitist arc. <laughs> Where he says, fuck you, fake fans. I'm just saying, if you're going to talk about the character, at least, you know, get get your history right. Yeah. But a lot okay. of people are but there's rumors going around saying that he did shoot some scenes in Black Adam, appearing as Superman again, to saying that he is going to be Superman again. So that's probably, that's one of the few reasons I do want to go watch this movie. And we'll see what happens, but... As much as I would love, like I was, as much as I would like for like DC to expand their future and like introduce new characters and everything else, it's just like I don't see it happening. I mean, we all know that DC and Warner Bros are in fucking shambles right now, given their whole background and like the whole merger with Discovery and not, even now they're they're getting <laughs> they're getting sued. Oh shit! This is good beer. Oh yeah, do you want to talk about that now? Okay, so <clears throat> before we did this recording, Keddie was like, hey, do you want to grab the beer or do you want me to grab it? And I said, let me grab a six-pack of something I've never had. You grab a six-pack of something you've never had, and we'll trade half and half. So, Keddie, what would you bring to us? Today I got us from Short Fuse. It's called El Suave. It's a Mexican-style lager. I've never seen it before. Never had it before, as you said. It's got a piñata on the front. Yeah. He's and a cool guy. It's a new segment we want to try out here because I know for a while Bumbling Bee has been wanting to do a beer a blog talking about different types of beers. And I was like, why don't we just incorporate it into the show? Boom. High functioning alcoholic turned entertainment. Gotta love it. So tell us about it. Tell us about both. Which one? You're, you're the more beer kind of sort. True. All right. So I've had the, the lager. Keddy is slacking a little bit, so he's only had the other one, uh, which is the one I brought. 
I gotta drive, folks. Which is the New Belgian Dominga Mimosa Sour. And oh my god, it is good. It tastes like a creamsicle with like a little bit of tang on it. It's super tasty, 6%. Uh, yummy stuff. I would recommend this to anyone who likes something fruity, light, summery, or with a little bit of a sour tang to it. Uh, and then the uh, Short Fuse El Suave, Mexican-style lager. It tastes exactly like a Mexican-style lager. Uh, I'm pretty... It's hard to screw those up, and it's hard to be super, like, interesting with those. One that comes to mind is uh, Five Rabbits. Um, I forget what they're called right now. But they have a hell of a Super Pills and uh, a really good Mexican-style lager. But, hell yeah, check them both out. Tell them I sent you, folks. Out of the two, which one did you like better? Oh my god, this sour is so tasty. You had it, right? Yeah. It's really good. It's, it's like really juice. Good. Watch yeah. out, folks. Don't don't Dominga and drive. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. Back to the future DC. It's it, it's very hard to see one for them, unfortunately. At least I don't see one for them. A future for DC? Yeah. Like in general, in general, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Black Adam movie. Maybe the Black Adam movie is the make it or break it for them. See, it, they just have so many good movies separated by so much shit. There's Sonic. There's Sonic games. There's enough movies that you're like, they can do it again, and they're gonna do great eventually. But none of them have anything to do with each other. You got fucking Shadow the Hedgehog with guns out here trying to be a Snyder cut. And then you have, like, Sonic Adventure 2, which is, like, Wonder Woman, and Shazam was amazing, and, like, the old Nolanverse and stuff like that. Like, nothing is cohesive over there that they don't have a clear-cut future. That's the reason Marvel owns half of the world right now, is because they had an image from day one, and they just set out and did it. Oh, yeah. They had they had to stick to the plan, because if they did it, they would have gone bankrupt. Seriously, yeah, no, they, they bet it all on a, like... Iron Man. <laughs> just... An alcoholic playboy from the 90s who was known to tank everything he was involved in. And they planned it out so well that here we are. I mean, it's it's gotten a little far now. I'm a little burnt out on it. We have, what, Black Panther next month? Yes. I think 11-11 it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom's birthday. Shout out, Claudia. Um, <laughs> but... I mean, they're, they're still fun. They're still engaging movies. You know what you're going to get. Everyone's problem with Thor Love and Thunder was that it's just the same movie and it's just a comedy and, like, you can't take it seriously anymore. Who cares? Like, they're fun to go see. You can watch any one of them with your kids and it's fine and dandy. But DC's catering itself to, like, dark and brooding. But then they realized that wasn't working except for a bunch of, like, dedicated fans and, like, shitty neckbeard incels. And and it only now, works with characters who are dark and broody. Yeah, and now they're trying to pivot to like comedy with, with like some of the Aquaman stuff, and like Jason Momoa is just being charming as hell, and like they're trying to sprinkle in comedy and like all their other movies now, which is great, but they're just not executing on the level that Marvel is. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like for the next evolvement stages for both of them, it's like Marvel maybe try to get a little bit more serious because I feel like the given the theme of Black Panther and the story of what's going on, I feel like there shouldn't be too many jokes. I mean, obviously use humor when humor is appropriate. Well, I mean, look back at, like I said, early Marvel movies. Winter Soldier, best Marvel movie ever. Oh, hell yeah. Easily. And that shit was just a spy thriller with like, yeah, some chuckles thrown in, but like same as any other Bond movie you're going to get. But I would never go to a Bond movie saying it's a comedy. But 
Bond is going to make a quip and make you chuckle, and you know you're going to be prepared for it, but you're not going to go away thinking it's a comedy. Just find a happy medium. Stop hiring overly serious people to make these movies. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Give me a pen, folks. I'm writing a DC movie. Oh, my God. It's about to be the most dark brooding thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Going through stuff, okay? <laughs> but I guess another topic that you really wanted to talk about was I that know. I read is that a kid a kid named Goku won a Smash tournament with oh. Sora. <clears throat> okay, first of all, can we respect that the ten year old kid's name is Goku? <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, this, this I love this. This is such like day one screen name energy that he's like, "Who do I love? Goku. I'm gonna be Goku." Super Saiyan! I love it. Go off, kid. You're the best. Keep doing it. There is a caveat to the story in that it was uh, it was at LTC uh, Lost Tech City in uh, San Jose, Texas, or San Antonio, Texas, one of the two, part of the LTC series of uh, tournament events. Um, and it was their 10 and under bracket. So, of course, a 10-year-old won it because it was 10 and under. Obviously. Well, yeah. But feel-good story. Everyone loves it regardless. But the real Sora story in the Smash scene happened a week earlier. Okay. So this was at Glitch, uh, Glitch Regen. So Glitch is a series they do out of Laurel, uh, Laurel Park, uh, Maryland. Um, they do it like twice a year, and they always have a really cool theme. This year's was um, like uh, Square Enix and Final Fantasy and everything like that. I figured exactly what it was, but like they always do like a character profile at all the tournaments. And this one was a very Final Fantasy VII oriented. Super cool. Check out their merch if you ever want to when they're doing tournaments. Just been like a tournament like every weekend. It's kind of overwhelming. Brian's and, pretty much uh, very suave in when it comes to Smash tournaments now. I really like Smash tournaments. I need more friends. Anyways, <clears throat> so the big story of that tournament was Kameme, Japanese player. Used to be known for playing Mega Man. Sick-ass Mega Man. Love this guy. That's why. That's how I started following Interesting him. Interesting choice of character. Right? Makes no sense. Mega Man and then Sora. Eh, they kind of do make a little sense. They're a bit of zoners, projectile yeah. base, and everything like that. But he went this entire tournament going right, right. Sora. And he worked some of the best names in the biz. He took out Zamba. He took out, uh, I think, Cosmos. Um, that's crazy. Know, I don't that's know like... if T- Tweak was there. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Because, ostensibly... He's not a good character. No, I mean Sora. I mean the, the one thing that pisses me off about Sora is that he's he's he lacks a knockout move. No, he's got tons of knockout moves. Does he really? I mean, maybe maybe I'm just using Sora wrong. That could be also be. Well, that's the thing is like his the, the setups that Kamehameha was using were so nice and precise. Uh, kill confirms. Uh, I think he ended everything with like a stalled out double fair uh, up smash. Like almost every stock I saw him take was that, or like up B out of shield or something like that. But he went all the way to Grand Finals using Solo Sora, where he ran into Light, the best United Ooh. States player, plays Fox. He's amazing. Paris Ramirez, shout out to you. Uh, and Light, oh, he worked him. He worked him bad. So much so that after the first two games in Grand, or the first two, man, uh, yeah, first two games in Grand Finals, okay. uh, Kamehameha had to switch back to Mega Man. Ooh. And it looked like he was going to make a comeback for all of 30 seconds. And then Light said, oh no, I forgot I'm going to go. And Oof. Took it out. Unfortunate. Cut to this week. Uh, <clears throat> the return to form uh, for Mars, my favorite Smash player. Uh, he decided to drop Joker. Uh, I don't know that he decided to drop Joker. He went Joker in I mean, earlier sets. It's the best character in the game, unfortunately, but like everybody uses him. So, But Mars is originally a Zero Suit Samus main. Uh, 
and he drops nice, nice. he he started not performing super hot with Zero Suit Samus, so he's like, Oh, let me pick up a better character. Let me go Joker. Uh focused a little too much on that, and I think that it was a good time away from ZSS that when he came back to it, he wound up finding his old form again. So he runs through this entire tournament. I don't think he loses a whole set the entire time. And he winds Jesus. up yeah, and he winds up winning uh grand finals. Uh, I forgot who else he was going up against the Grands. I just watched this the other night and I already forgot. But regardless, those two, Light and Mars, Light winning last week and Mars winning this week. Right. right. And the last PGR were the both top five. No, Light was ranked 10. But they're probably two of the best uh, American players. But Mars has really fallen off. But they are doubles partners and they have actually been ranked as like <laughs> one of the top three doubles teams in the history of Smash Ultimate. I don't so, really follow the Smash tournament that, that much. I just know it's like, you're either good or you got to get good. This is facts. Yeah, you can't say any more than that. Nice, but yeah, it's still crazy. I mean, I, I didn't really much read much into the article. I just saw, I was like, Kid Named Goku wins Smash tournament. Kid Named Sora. Goku, stop reading right there. You already read everything you needed to. That's I mean, dumb. I was just more, I was more, not even the fact that his name was Goku. I was just more stunned the fact that he won a tournament using Sora. Ten, ten and under, folks. I mean, yes, ten and under tournament, but still. I'm just saying, anyone can win with anyone if you're ten and under. It's true. It's true. My own family has been out to get me since I've been ten and under. Okay. <laughs> when it comes to Smash Bros, it's like, man. Okay, sure. I can, just, see, I can see that. I thought you were just trying to like write a really hard rap lyric on the fly or something like no, that. No, <laughs> really was not. Really was not. Oh, flammy. Oh, family out for me since I was 10 and under. Definitely not. Definitely not. DJ Kenny in the house. But I guess with Sora being the character used in the tournament, it segues into our next topic over here. 20 years. Get out of here. 20 years of Kingdom Hearts. Stop it. I was in what? Set, uh, like 6th, 7th grade? I think it was in 7th grade when it, for the first game came out. First First time it came out, I was at my homie's house. Chris Bayani, shout outs wherever you are. I think you're in Bloomington, Indiana or something like that. Uh, and we would play that shit all the time. But I had like little brother syndrome. And <laughs> so I was always the guest at his house. And I was just like, you play, I'll watch or whatever. But shit, just watching that was so fun. I don't even care. Those games were amazing. I don't care what anyone has to say about it. The plot, it's so confusing and weird. Fuck you. So is every plot you've ever heard of. No, but like Kingdom Hearts plot is just a whole other level. It's a whole it's, other it's level. Some, it's, it's insane. It's it crack, is insane. It's some cracked out shit. Anyone who tries to explain it to you is going to sound crazy. Read an anime, folks. It's, it's all whacked out. It's even for an anime. It's just like oof. But I mean, I will follow Kingdom Hearts wherever it goes. I mean, I love. I remember when I first. I think I found out the series during like what was it called, like Disney Channel Surfers. It's like a segment where they talk about like games and movies or something like that. Oh my and god, I, that's old school. That's yeah, very old school. Like I'm telling you, that's how I found out about the game. And I remember watching it. And I'm just like, what is this? I just remember Disney characters, and I was like, oh, cool, cool. Then I saw like all this other stuff, and I'm just like, wait, whoa! I was like, what's Cloud doing there? I was like, what are all these other people doing? Yeah, there? that made no sense. At, like when I was a kid. Yeah, all I, all I know is that I needed to play this game, and during this time, I did not have a PlayStation Two, but. My cousins did have a PlayStation 2. God bless the cousins. Shout out to Marvin and Boris for your PlayStation 2. Yo! So, I tried to ask my parents for a PlayStation 2, but they're like, we can't get one. It's like, you have Nintendo 64 and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fine, fine. 
So, in order for me to play this game, I told my parents that for Christmas, my cousin wanted Kingdom Hearts. And so, we bought him Kingdom Hearts for Christmas, just so I could come play this game. You had your own traveler's copy of Kingdom Hearts just to bring back and forth. Dude, I was just explaining this today to someone how I didn't have like enough money growing up, so I had to like have a full PowerPoint presentation on why I deserved like a Nintendo 64 when I was a kid. <laughs> like I had to beg and barter to get anything like video game wise. Yeah, no, I remember that. Like I specifically told my parents, I was like, I was like, Marvin wants Kingdom Hearts. And my mom's like, really? And I'm like, yes, he likes this game. He wants it. We should get it for him for Christmas. He's just too shy to tell you, Mom. He's too embarrassed by it. So whenever we would go to his house, this is what I would play all the fucking time. Okay, to to quote something that Keddy has said to me many times, he is one accident away from just being a supervillain. You (laughs) conniving motherfucker. (laughs) It's true. I'm like one lab accident away from becoming a supervillain. Oh, you're fucking doofenshmirtz. (laughs) That's a great villain and even better dad. Alright. But yes, anyways, like yeah, twenty years of Kingdom Hearts. I mean it's it's ridiculous. Have they even done anything for it? Like any kind of a celebration? I haven't seen anything about it. Oh yeah, like um they came out with a bunch of new like I think you've seen the stuff that I sent you with like the twentieth anniversary collection with the Sora, Ventus, and Roxas is like all dripped out in like Tokyo streetwear. Like they're doing a streetwear collection or like they're they doing They are doing a streetwear collection. I mean it's out it's it's out in Japan. It's it's not out here in America because I don't know maybe they don't think Kingdom Hearts is as successful as it is in America as it is over there well they saw everyone shitting on Sora and Smash and they decided not to do it <laughs> I was all for I it I mean the Smash reveal for Sora that's, that's, that is like uh, I know a lot of people are probably like other character reveals for Smash Brothers but I feel like Sora was just, that's like cream of the crop I feel like everyone I've ever been hyped for that actually got in has disappointed me really? Banjo alright that's about, it. that's about it. Banjo, <laughs> Banjo and Sora are the only two I actually like, wanted to get in. I mean, Sora's reveal trailer was just fucking epic. I know I know half the budget went in just to fucking <laughs> just to mention the little Mickey Mouse logo. That's where half the budget went right there. Uh, but, man. I mean, Kingdom Hearts is just a series where I basically follow the ends of the earth. I was like... Dude, when Kingdom Hearts 3 came off, me and Keddy both took a week off of work so we could play it and talk about it as we were playing it. Oh, yeah. I remember I had to go pick up the game during one of the coldest days in Chicago to the point where like it my car wouldn't start and I had to like Dude, yeah, I left for work and I picked it up after work and like I already had icicles on my car by the time I got home. Yeah, so he went during the day. I went at the midnight release. So I was just like, I am not waiting a single I had second. <laughs> I was like, I am not waiting a single second. I was like, I waited fifteen years for this game to come out. And it was so okay. I mean, yeah, it was a good game. Not the best. But oh, but the Donald Duck Zeta Flare. Oh, that was so great. Oh my god, that part of my... Alright, no, as I'm talking about it, yeah, no, I love that game. It left an impression on me. That, and also, like, I don't know if you played the DLC yet, but the DLC just made... I, I think it just made me appreciate it a lot more, basically. What was the DLC? Uh, Remind. It's basically you fight the other battles as the other characters, basically. Oh, it's kind of tight. Yeah. It's like in um, uh, Chain of Memories when you get to replay as Riku. Yeah. But then there's, like, one scene where, like, uh, I don't know... I, 
how to fully explain it. I just know, like Mickey's walking down like this path of light and all these darkness things are shooting at him and it's like if you don't block it right you like hear him get hit and you feel so bad to see Mickey get hurt just like I can't yeah, you I can't let him you down. don't want to hear sad Disney sounds oh, oh no so yeah I'm just like I remember I remember I told myself I was like I was like I can't let you down Mickey so yeah I mean That's and then, true. And then the final true. fight you uh you basically fight a character Yozora from that Toy Story world who's Quantum Rex basically or Verum Rex, not Quantum Rex, Verum Rex. The character who's supposed to be Verum Rex is actually named Yozora. And uh, he fights Sora, and then he kicks Sora's ass. I mean, it doesn't matter how the how that boss fight ends. Even if you win or lose, like you still get put into like some deep freeze or something like I that. I hate those fights. Yeah. I'm sweating my ass off, and I lose, and it's like, oh, it didn't matter anyways. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, that's how it is. Even more interesting, though, I found out that Yozora was voiced by uh, Cole Sprouse. Or Dylan Sprouse. I don't know which one it was. It was one of those two. Okay, can we also appreciate the ridiculous voice casting that that game has? Yeah, it's like, pretty crazy. What Haley Joel Osmond is Sora. Yeah, and you got Sasuke Dylan... Uchiha as Riku. Are you shitting me? <laughs> yeah, the English dub, the guy who does the English dub for Naruto, who voices Sasuke, and voices Riku. That makes so. Much uh, I think sense. his name is like Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's too funny. They got Tom Hanks' brother to be Woody. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks' brother to be Woody. Um, you got Allison Stone to be uh, Kyrie. Yeah, that movie is or uh, that that voice acting cast is uh, straight up cracked. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, could you imagine how much money those games cost to produce? Even and more, people just make fun of it constantly it's not even just that how much money the games cost to produce it's like can you imagine a whole fan base has been switching platforms just to follow the story of this game i straight up bought a psp just to play uh 100 yeah birth by sleep birth by sleep yeah it's like not even just that i like i want to say i don't know i think i bought a used Game Boy Advance yeah. just so I could buy just so I could play uh, Chain of Memories I bought a used SD so I could play um, I forgot what the other one is but yeah like come on stick to a platform but yeah, like yeah it's like when PS1 PS2 were Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 they put a generation of kids in debt yeah and then get a Game Boy Advance uh, was for Chain of Memories and then the 3DS had the 358 over 12 days yes uh, PSP, Birth by Sleep. Then you had like the mobile games that were only like exclusive to Japan. Well, there's that one also uh, iOS mobile game that was Kingdom Hearts Union, Kingdom Hearts Key. Yeah, Union. Yeah, yeah. that game existed. <clears throat> but I think I think overall though, the still to me, what is the best Kingdom Hearts game is Kingdom Hearts Two. Oh, bar none. Bar none. I remember starting that game up and I was like, this isn't Sora. I straight up thought I got the wrong copy from Blockbuster <laughs> or something like that. Uh, and then I played through, and I was like, who is this fucking kid? And then when I switched back to Sora, finally, I was like, wait, but where'd Roxas go? Yeah, he had a... His summer vacation was over. It was messed up, man. That game is good. The game is really good. The series is really good. I mean, I'm super excited for Kingdom Hearts 4. I just hope I don't have to wait another 15 to 14 years for it to come out. I mean... Maybe. It was great. I mean, just that reveal trailer, I was screaming yes the whole time. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited to see it in kind of like a more realistic environment and stuff like that, too. I think it's got good core mechanics. It's just a little simplified. But huh. screw it. Throw in a crazy-ass story, and I'm there for it. 
I feel that's the thing though. The thing about like where Sora looks really, really realistic. I think that's just how he looks in that world, basically. Because if you look at the end of the trailer, you still have Goofy and Donald with their traditional, like cartoonish look. To be fair, that's what they look in our world right now, man. Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just not gonna. Kingdom Hearts consp- conspiracy theories. Come on, let's go. If you got, send me your best Kingdom Hearts conspiracy theories, people. Um, Mickey's leader of the Illuminati. Duh, facts. <laughs> that one's actually a plausible one with the way, way Disney is taking over the world. Just saying, folks. It's crazy. Oh, but yeah, I guess, you know, saying about that, I don't know if you've ever seen the Mickey Mouse short, uh, Runaway Brain. What? Yeah, it's a Mickey Mouse short. I, I think they aired it right before a Goofy movie. Uh, basically, um, Dream... Oh, Dream Drop Distance. That's the other Kingdom Hearts game for 3DS. Uh, if, you, if you play Dream Drop Distance, <laughs> there's, there's a there's a secret boss in there that's called Julius, and I was wondering where the hell did this guy come from? Because he looks like Pete. I was like, I was like, was there like a Halloween themed Mickey Mouse episode or like thing where Pete dressed up as Frankenstein? But no, it turns out Julius, sorry, excuse me, is his whole own character basically, and he was part from this special called Runaway Brain, where there's you know, like this. I guess Frankenstein uh, type scientist created Julius and he switches his brain with Mickey. Oh, he looks exactly like Pete. What? Yeah. Interesting. So he switches his brain with Mickey where, where like Mickey's brain isn't Julius and Julius's brain isn't Mickey and it makes like an evil Mickey kind of thing. And that's the whole reason that they haven't released this short yet and like available for like home video or anything is because it, it, I guess it violates quote unquote the evil Mickey rule. Where they can't perceive Mickey as a bad guy, I guess. That's one of like the rules for Disney. That's hysterical. When but, Steamboat Willie was a little shit. Yeah. But I mean you could you could probably find a short on YouTube or some one of those you could probably it's probably out there somewhere. Give it a watch. It's pretty good. Entertaining. Internet's a crazy thing, folks. It exists, I'm sure. But I guess you know, our I guess my last topic for the day or for this episode here is that next year Power Rangers is celebrating thirty years, if you can believe it. 30 years. Honestly, only? Only 30 years yet. I mean, we're there. It I, feels like that thing was around for, like, since the 80s. I mean, to us, it probably feels like that, but that thing has been going on for a while. That's how old that show is. Even in the 90s, it looked like it was from the 80s. I mean, they did take footage from the 80s. I mean, facts. Wait, but didn't you tell me that this is the first time they're going to use footage, like... Yes, yes. Uh, For the... Actually, what's interesting now for Power Rangers is that... The whole reason this show existed is because they took footage over from Japanese of Super Sentai and they adapted it over here for American audiences. Which I want to say, I was trying to explain this to my therapist today and it took me about 15 minutes. She was baffled. So yeah, I mean, this is one This is one way how the, like, they saved money because all the action shots, the suits, actors and everything, it was already shot. So it's just like, all you have to do was just shoot in the American audience version, which is like the characters in civilian form and just like try to make it try to sync up with the footage I mean obviously it's never gonna look the same cause like Japan is not gonna look like the USA never <laughs> I mean Seattle I don't know I mean it's I different I feel like Seattle looks Japanese uh, maybe, maybe maybe with now with modern footage you could like they got a space needle up. they're about space in Japan you know what I'm saying we'll see <laughs> I mean I'm trying for, here, for me for me who I mean I've never stopped watching I've for a while, I did stop watching Power Rangers, but I think like when Disney bought them up again, as I started watching, because I'm just like, damn, production value went up on this. Wait, Disney owns them now? They used to. 
these IPs get picked up and dropped so fucking quick. It's yeah. ridiculous. It used to be owned by uh, Saban. Saban sold yes. it to Disney. Okay. And then Disney owned it for quite some time. And the, actually, the Disney era Power Rangers was some of the best. Probably, yeah, one of some of the best ever. Hmm. And then they sold it back to Saban. Oh, shit. Good for you, Saban. Yeah. And then Saban sold it to Hasbro. Interesting. And then Hasbro has been producing it for the past four years. Okay. But now, what's the big thing, the big deal for everybody here for Power Rangers fans is that for the first time, it's 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 all going to be original footage. They're not going to use any Super Sentai footage. Um, I'm so curious how that's going to be. I mean, actually... Like, the only... Are they going to still make it super campy? Or, like, oh, are they going to try to, like, tone it down and, like, Americanize it? Like, I'm so curious how I think going to be. I think you got to keep the campiness, because I feel like the campiness is what makes it Power Rangers. But I feel like some of the stark contrast between, like, the, like, American, like, high school kids and then, like, the Japanese footage of them being, like, wah, 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 all over the place is what made that show so fun. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, a lot of, I guess, like... For Power Rangers, yes, it started out with high school kids, but over in Japan, Super Sentai uh, Rangers, uh, they were they weren't always kids, and they were actually some of them were adults or like young adults in college or anything. Like but that. this is America, where we send our kids to war. All right. I mean, yeah, it's very different over here. She. But yeah, it's gonna be all original footage except for the Zord fights. They are gonna use footage from Japan for the Zord fights because because who's got time to make that? I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you that's already shot, so. But yeah, it's gonna be. It's it, already shot. Why not steal it, guys? Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be very interesting to see. I think. I think what's also really, really funny to me is that uh, when Jason David Frank retired his oh, character God. Tommy, um, in for the for the next season for the 30 year anniversary comes in uh, Walter Jones who played Zach in the original and David Yoss who played Billy. Let's go, Billy. And these two are characters who have never appeared in like special episodes or anything like that. Or anything that Jason David Frank's involved in. So was Billy the Blue Ranger? Billy was the Blue Ranger. Yes. The one who got bullied for being gay. Yes. Let's go, Billy! <laughs> Your time to shine, baby. Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited for that. It's gonna be pretty cool to see. I'm really curious how they're gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, like for a while you've been relying on like Japanese footage, and now you're gonna be shooting all your own stuff. Well, I mean, think about the Power Rangers movie that came out. Uh... Oh my god, how long ago was that at a point? What, the 95 one or the horrible 2017 version? The 2017 version. 2017 version? Yeah, that was 2017. <laughs> like, think think about it. They're going to like... They got an option. They're either going to 2017 it or they're going to try to make it Japanese. Oh, no. I feel like... One, I don't think Hasbro's going to screw it up because one, they got to sell toys. Yeah. And Hasbro can't sell toys if the product sucks. Oh, no, they can. They just need to make it look cool. Most of the toys are sold before the movie come out. Yeah, but I mean, like, this now... Not, but here's the thing, though. Now Hasbro owns the show. Bro, They're, I got Star Wars figures in there from a movie that sucks a bag of dicks. I don't care. It Just make it look cool. Yeah, but did you buy the original price or did you buy it in clearance? I bought it original. I bought it on Star Wars Day. Oh, well, then. I just like the First Order Stormtroopers. They look dope. Okay, well, here's the thing, though. They, the next season of Power Rangers is continuing for the first time from the previous season. Something that hasn't been done since, like, the OG series. From, like, Mighty Morphin to Zeo. That's to so correct to me. Yeah, it's weird. Because like, over in Japan, there was a different team every year. We're over here, for the longest time, oh it was God, the same sucks. cast carried over up until Power Rangers Turbo. Which Thinking about how they had to... St- <laughs> how they had to just say, this little kid grew up. When he transformed just to make it fit the Japanese footage. 
is fucking hysterical to me. Well, I mean, it's not the first time because when Tom, I mean, little known fact here is uh, when Tommy got the White Ranger powers over in Japan, he got that the white, white power. The White Ranger was actually a little kid. The White Ranger was a little kid in Japan. Yeah, the White Ranger was a little kid in Japan who would like obviously grow to fit into the suit and everything. But yeah, also that's that's also another team of Power Rangers that was never actually got to air here over in America. The Die Rangers. The Die Rangers. D A I. Yeah, based on uh, Chinese star constellations. That sounds dope. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's unfortunate. We never got that. I mean. It, it's not the yeah. How it, Saint Seiya of them? It's very Saint Seiya. I fucking love Saint Seiya. I know you do. I tried rewatching the original and just it's ooh, it's a slog, man. Are you watching an American? <laughs> are you watching the English <laughs> are dub? Are you watching an American? No. Are you watching the English dub or what dub are you watching? I'm, I'm watching the. Uh... Wait, every dub is English dub. If I'm watching <laughs> it, I can't read other languages. You idiots. <laughs> oh wait, no sub. Oh my god, I'm the idiot, guys. I've been fooled. Uh, but yeah, Saint Seiya, I've only ever watched the Spanish <laughs> dub because that's like the definitive dub for me. I also, don't know. Also, the, because the first time I watched Saint Seiya was when I was in El Salvador for my summers. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I don't have that luxury, Kev. I don't know what else to tell you. But aside from that, do you have anything else to add here before we end the episode? I got nothing. I've talked too much as it is. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode here of the Divergence Podcast. As you told you, as I guys told you, failure. I don't even know what I just said. As I told you guys, I finally got myself a new co-host because it's not just be me talking to myself anymore. So, yeah, now I get to yell at him for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> it's true. So thanks for listening, guys. This is your host, Keddy. This is B. See you guys till next time. Later, losers. Later, losers.